All right, guys, welcome back to the Star Wars the Past podcast. We're back to points. I'm your host, Blake Level. With me, as always, my co-host, Reagan. We're back here to make our picks for week six in the NFL. We'll pick our games of the week, uh, betting locks, upsets, all that good stuff. Uh, always a fun time, as usual, Dylan, as we start to look at these picks. And now that we're in week six, you know, injuries, of course, have been the main theme um, with a lot of big-time players, um, you know, injury-wise, whether it's Justin Jefferson, Devin Achan, Anthony Richardson, and so forth. Um, definitely not a great week for injuries uh, when you see a lot of these you know, guys heading to injured reserve and all that. But um, still, there's some matchups on this week's slate. I have a lot of low point spreads um, and really hard to kind of figure out what to make of some of these teams, whereas the elite teams, I think, uh, very clearly uh, could have some blowout wins this week given the schedule. Yeah, a lot of big spreads in this one. We had a couple weeks ago one of our uh, better picking weeks. I think we got 12, 13 games right uh, piece, and last week fell back down to earth, so we'll try to do a better job <laughs> this time. I know we didn't have an episode last time. Uh, put our picks up on clutchpoints.com, so luckily you didn't have to hear us go into depth about why we were so smart. But, uh, yeah, this, no, it should be uh, still a lot of fun games, even with the injuries. I know, yeah, it's always a bummer when – some of these games that are quote unquote, you'd say like league pass teams, NFL Sunday ticket teams, no. maybe you don't care about as much, but they're still really fun. Um, just uh, from a football point of view, become less fun, obviously, when they lose uh, superstar kind of players or emerging rookies. Obviously, the Colts without Anthony Richardson, a bummer there with how well he'd played. Bummer for my fantasy team as well. But yeah, some still some really competitive games and. Uh, yeah, I think um, still going to be a solid week. Only a couple teams in the bye. I think the Packers and Steelers. So still uh, a good slate of games here. To get the fantasy conversation out of the way real quick, I just want to know, we're looking for uh, listener feedback here. Is there anyone else who's playing in a league right now that every single person on their bench is either questionable, <laughs> doubtful, or on injured reserve? Because Dylan, I can, if not, I can stake the claim to that as someone uh, who is currently a holder of Justin Jefferson, Khalil Herbert, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs, Rashawn Johnson, and Jeff Wilson Jr. It looks like Jeff Wilson may yes. be the one that you know has the best chance to play this week. So as wild as that seems. So that is currently my bitch in the family league. Um, so everyone is questionable or worse. So. And I don't. I think maybe one of those guys could play this week. So maybe yeah. Jeff Wilson. You got much more uh, slack than me. I've not, now I don't feel so bad about my Anthony Richardson injury. Luckily, yeah. have I thought Kelsey was going to go down? That luckily that ended up being a false alarm. I know he spoke out about the the turf there, but yeah, it's a yeah. uh, it's been a it's been a rough go for a lot of teams and some uh, some trade offers that I did turn down that have uh, turned out to be good decisions based on some of the injury <laughs> luck that my opponents have got. Yep, I am plugging in um, Imari Di Mercado. I am plugging in like Joshua Palmer. I am, yes. I am going down, and these are not bad players, but like I am really hitting that point where hey, fantasy wise, you got to do what you got to do uh, for a team that is uh, heading in the wrong direction. So we'll see for all you fantasy players out there. Let us know of all your woes thus far after a big injury week, like we said uh, in the NFL. But all right, let's get to our picks here. Games of the week. We're actually going to go one this week instead of multiple. Like we usually do sometimes, uh, it's going to be the Cowboys at the Chargers, uh, which hopefully this is more of a game of the week than the Cowboys and the 49ers were last week. Uh, that was completely one-sided. Don't think that will be the case in this one um, as the Cowboys try to bounce back here, Dylan, against the Chargers team that we know, um, you know certainly can do some good things. Uh, we've seen you know them kind of squeeze out some wins here, but they got the bye, I thought, at the right time. 
um, again, given kind of their injury situation with Austin Eckler and mm-hmm. such. So this should be an interesting game. Uh, I'm going to go Cowboys to bounce back here because, you know, we always talk about Chargers home field advantage is not really mm-hmm. something that uh, necessarily exists. I definitely don't think that's going to happen in this game. I think there will be certainly a ton of Cowboys fans there. Um, and, look, the Cowboys are better than they showed against the 49ers. Sometimes it takes kind of getting smacked in the mouth there in a game like that to bounce back. And I just still don't completely trust the Chargers at this point. They've played in a lot of close games, uh, as we know. And I don't know. I think maybe this is one of those that I'd be surprised if it doesn't come down to the wire. But I'll I'll take the Cowboys here on a, a chance that they bounce back. But, man, talk about a team with injuries, too. Add them to the list. <laughs> so. Yeah, it should be a really fun game. Uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing the, the LA teams make less of a big deal about the Charger or the Cowboys still having their training camp out in Oxnard because of the role Jerry Jones played in getting the NFL back here. But I mean, yeah, the fan base here of just the Cowboys in general has been massive uh, for a long time, and so yeah, that like you said, I mean, this the, when they played the Rams last year, same kind of thing, but even usually more so for the Chargers, unfortunately. So. Should be, um, I mean, still be, the Chargers are used to this at this point. So I don't think it's going to be anything they're not expecting. In terms of the game itself, I mean, these two teams matched up pretty similarly DVOA-wise in the early going. That Very flipped, though, in terms of where their strengths are. Obviously, we know the Chargers offense, despite some of the, uh, the, the two losses that they've had come down right to the wire, has been just ridiculous passing the ball. Obviously, losing Eckler was a big, uh, you know, made things tough. But getting him 99% back, like he, like he said, uh, you know, that just adds another weapon that they're going to need. Obviously, with Mike Williams going down, and overall some of the injuries they've had, but they're going to have to carry the load. We just saw, a, you know, a Niners team score a lot of points on the on, on the Cowboys defense. Not something we've seen happen to them all year. So I think they'll bounce back. But there is something, in my opinion, too, you know bouncing back just physically from playing the 49ers that's been kind of a thing that has been talked about for the last couple seasons how much teams it it seems to take like another week to kind of get acclimated after playing that playing that uh just really hard-nosed team so i you know on the flip side i think the reason i'm I'm going with the Chargers here um would have been a could have been my upset i'm going to go with another game that we'll talk about there this is i guess a slightly bigger point spread upset with the cowboys getting the two and a half now um, I just think that the, it's the Cowboys' offense. I, I have, you know, early on was maybe a little too encouraged by some things that happened. They still didn't play perfect at the beginning of the year. A little bit was shuttered by, you know, how good the defense looked. And now we've seen them in a few games. Obviously, the, we saw the Patriots. They they go off, but the Patriots just gave up at thirty, you know, yeah. thirty four points of the Saints. Uh, you, you don't even score twenty on the Cardinals. Now you you get ten on a really good Niners defense. I know it's a, an easier opponent. In theory, with the with the Chargers defense, but they have and you know they're still the run defense is their biggest weakness. The Cowboys have not really had that as be a strength like it has been in the past, and uh, I just don't know if they're you know built the same way. Maybe even a couple of years ago, they would have to take advantage of the Chargers' biggest weakness. The pass rush and the secondary got going right before that buy for the Chargers. So I and I think they're going to be coming out fresh from that game. On top of it, yeah, it's not just that the Cowboys play the Niners. It was a Sunday, uh, you know, Sunday night game, going into a you know a little bit shorter week kind of by playing the night game instead of a day one. So number of factors where I'll go with the Chargers and Justin Herbert and the offense. I trust more finding a way to win. Famous last words, as we know, <laughs> picking the Chargers to win. I mean, hard to trust both these teams right now. So yeah. that, it may not just be the Chargers. It's it's hard to trust both, I think, at this point. So we'll see what happens. I would say someone has to win, but they don't necessarily. Um, they could tie. So uh, the t- hopefully the not takes the case. will be, I'm sure, will be really nuanced <laughs> and fair after this game, regardless of what happens. Yes, I'm sure neither <laughs> head coach will have any heat on them whatsoever after this one. 
All right, to our betting locks. Uh, we'll group these together because um, these are you know, it's always fun to do, but uh, we always laugh about trying to stay away from the high point totals here when we talk about betting locks. But I felt comfortable betting the, the Dolphins as a whatever many point um, favorite they were last week against the Giants. And, well, um, you know, winds up being 31-16, which, again, is a little bit closer than you'd expect. Uh, but they still covered the, the two-touchdown spread. This week, they get a team that uh, may be just as bad as the Giants or worse, and that is the Panthers, who head to Miami. The Dolphins are 13.5-point favorites in this one. To me, Dylan, uh, whether the, coffin, the, the Dolphins cover the spread here is really all about if they decide to stay focused um, in this game yeah. and come out and do what they do. Of course, Devin Achan being out uh, on injured reserve now doesn't help, but they could get Jeff Wilson back. Mostrits look great. We know the passing game is uh, in good hands. I just don't – I think the Panthers are just not a good team, as we've seen to this point. And so I think the Dolphins cover this by two touchdowns. So if it's under two, give me that one. And then you're going to go to Cleveland for yours. The Niners, who we just talked about, beat down the Cowboys last week. Uh, Niners now six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Browns, which that number's gone up uh, because of the uncertainty with Deshaun Watson. So, Yep, uh, I think I, I'm with you with the Dolphins. Uh, when we made the our picks for the um... – into the website last week when we didn't record at the time they were only favored by 11 over the giants which is yeah. just hilarious and now in, in hindsight obviously it only the, the pick six the long uh, pick six by the giants is the main reason it even comes close to that i don't know if they're going to have that same kind of mistake in this game we're talking about yeah the still the, the number one offense in dvoa even if the defense is had some issues i don't think obviously the carolina's offense is in a place to take advantage of them yet um, the big thing for the Carolina's defense, after a, a little bit of positive regression in terms of their run defense, they're back down to last in DVOA of defending the run. So if Jeff Wilson does play, um, I, I would consider him if you if you if you uh, have as many injuries as Blake mentioned for <laughs> fantasy team. <laughs> yes. um, I, I think it could be a big day, obviously, for that running game. Uh, still, don't think the Panthers just have enough at all. So I'm with you. I, I'd pick the Dolphins to win, but I would pick them to cover as well. And then the Niner game comes down to just. I mean, we're seeing the Niners, even when some teams have kept it, uh, really the Cardinals and Rams, the two teams that kept it within like a score until the fourth quarter, they still end up winning by multiple scores. They still end up with the body blows by the end of the game, taking the toll. Brock Purdy has looked better as the season went on. I thought one of his better games against Dallas. I know a lot of things went well with their defense, but in terms of some of the decisions and throws he made, I, I thought there was... Uh, yeah, some progress beyond what had some of the plays that had occurred early in the year, um, maybe on short weeks and stuff. But yeah, um, I just think the Browns, even if their defense is still great, that's still number one in DVOA. Um, I mean, I thought the Cowboys defense was great and they just gave up a ton of points to this team. So, I mean, they're just a juggernaut. And I, you know, even though the spread has kind of fluctuated, I think I feel comfortable enough that they're going to win by a touchdown in this one. I, I just think they're too complete of a team. And the, given what we saw from that, Browns offense um, without Deshaun even if he comes back I am not trusting what they're gonna be able to do against the Niners right now I think the Niners are flying around don't think it's a trap game I I, I, I just think the Niners are a force right now and they're gonna win by at least a touchdown even if the Browns score late to get it to that uh, under uh, double digits all right to our upsets of the week uh, we are actually gonna agree on both of these upsets I just have one that um, happens to be a higher point total that we'll put for mine uh, the Seahawks at the Bengals so this is one that, um, you know, I I don't know. Like, I think the Bengals are still a team, and I think this is not a, a hot take here, Dylan, a team that still has some things to figure out. 
uh, for sure. I think it's very clear. I don't think a win over the Cardinals um, necessarily fixes all of their issues. And I also think the Seahawks are a team that, look, they, they've beaten up on two bad teams the last time out, right? Like they, be, they beat up on Carolina. They beat up on the Giants. We just said, I mean, they're two of the worst teams in the league mm-hmm. for sure. But, you know, they got that win at Detroit, um, did a lot of good things there in that game. Certainly, you know, sputtered out of the gate against the Rams. But I like the Seahawks team and kind of where they're at right now. Um, and so I'm going to take a chance on them maybe going in and everyone sort of thinking that the Bengals have fixed all their problems. Looks like Geno Smith is good to go. Um, so as long as that's the case, um, I think the Seahawks have a chance in this one. So I will take a chance on picking them as my upset pick. Uh, on the road as a two and a half point underdogs against the Bengals. Again, that number's moving down in favor of the Seahawks right now. Um, and then the other one, which uh, we'll use as your upset of the week, the Saints are one and a half point favorites on the road against our Houston Texans, or maybe it's just my Houston Texans, <laughs> because uh, everyone knows I am very high on the Texans. Uh, thought they'd win last week in Atlanta. Tough loss there, but uh, CJ Stroud has been really good. Um, and I just, I know the Saints did what they did against the Patriots, but. I still have my questions about the Saints, and I think Texans returning to Houston here. I like the spot for for CJ Stroud and company. Yeah, I, uh, it's uh, just for, I'll go first on that game. I I had the Texans last week too. De- definitely all bought in, so yeah, they are your team. But I'm I'm all in, and it's, it's mostly because it's you know obviously what the the staff has done with the culture there and just the fuel around that team, but also just CJ Stroud. Most guys. I, the, the, all the injuries they've had in the offensive line, not not just that, though. They're 32nd in, in run offense DVOA, and he's still getting it done. Like Those are the things that you always hear, rookie QBs to help him out. Let's, let's run the ball well. Let's have protection. Allow them time to process. None of that's happened, and he still has the pass offense at 6th. I mean, it's yeah. it's ridiculous what he's been doing. Um, I, I, yeah, the Saints are kind of a, a weird team week to week. Obviously, uh, you know, bounce back quite well from that game against the Bucks uh, a couple weeks ago. But I still don't know, you know, just how confident I am. And then week to week, I, I don't believe that offense still has things figured out just because they're able to beat a Patriots team that is reeling right now. So I I, flick, I flickered here. I did go back and forth, but between the two, but I decided to hold tight with the Texans. Just a little more fun. Uh, to stick with them. I don't want to jump off the bandwagon just after one loss last week. And then, yeah, for the Seahawks-Bengals uh, game, I actually I did start with the Seahawks. I uh, flipped it last night, I think, to the Bengals. Um, you know, Seattle, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm not as high on them as you. I still think they're probably a playoff team in the NFC, but we've seen them beat the Panthers. We've seen them beat some the Giants. Like, we haven't really – I know they beat the Lions, but that game – I don't know. If the Lions kind of fine-tuned some things over the last few weeks, I think they end up winning that one and still could have gone either way, obviously, going to OT. So, uh, if they don't win that coin flip, it might have been a win for Detroit. I, I just I, – I and, I, you know, the Bengals still have their issues, but I, I did – feel a little bit you know obviously they scored a lot of points in arizona but just the way that joe looked um in general and i know it's not a team that even if they've played above what we expected so far in arizona um i I still was encouraged by some of the things that we saw from cincinnati um i I do have concerns though about their defense they they didn't look great in that game and it's i think it's a tougher opponent with what seattle's been able to do especially the run defense down they'll run the ball yeah that's gonna be a tough way on run defense so i mean it's could be a long game but i think it's a i'll go i'll side with uh joe and getting a shootout win here if this game's in seattle obviously i think the odds probably flip and i'm probably flipping my pick but given it's in cincinnati uh, not that they've played great at home so far um i'll, I'll go with the bengals uh, keeping it going and getting another really important win as they try to you know just stay in the mix there in the afc 
All right, to our quick picks. We'll run through these uh, here before we wrap up on all the other games. Uh, Broncos at the Chiefs. That's the Thursday night game. Chiefs favored by 10.5 here. If this number was 10, I would take this every single day of the week, um, given where this Broncos team is right now. And if it wasn't a Thursday night game, I'd probably make this a betting lock uh, if this was like on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. But yep. it does seem like you know Chiefs have some injuries. I think Travis Kelsey will play, but um, still to be determined against short week. Don't want to go there necessarily, but of course I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win. Broncos are a complete mess right now um and yeah i just this is an easy one <laughs> i'm picking the chiefs yeah i feel like I, I would make this almost a secondary lock i even on the short week that's maybe the only reason like you said that maybe they they kind of had last year one of the games against kansas city where russell wilson had a furious rally and then they still end up falling i know the chiefs have their long winning streak against denver um it's just in the games in kansas city their defenses still look solid enough to me um, still 11th in dvoa on that side and for kansas city which is just not something yeah you know if you said we're going to have a borderline top 10 defense for the chiefs you're thinking all right this team's going to be unstoppable obviously the offense hasn't been perfect still uh great though and still better than what denver has they still have a historically bad defense i think still the worst defense in the since dvoa tracking started ever through five games so I mean, it, it's just hopefully if you have hopefully you have some Chiefs on your fantasy team like I do. I got Pacheco and Kelsey, so I'm hoping for yeah. some big days here. Play everyone on the Chiefs. Doesn't matter who they are. Um, this will be a big game for them, as we've seen. But everybody else who's played the Broncos. So, all right, Ravens and Titans. Uh, this game is in London. Ravens are four point favorites in that game. Early Sunday morning uh, kickoff there. Uh, yeah. Who do I trust more here? I trust the Ravens. Uh, I know they come off that loss to the Steelers. One of those games that just you know. It's just what Mike Tomlin does, right? Like when they're underdogs against divisional teams, they and especially the Ravens, they just seem to always find a way to win those games, cover the spread. That is just a, a common theme out there. But this is different. I just don't trust the Titans. Um, you know, that's nothing new here on the podcast. But, um, you know, they coming off call, lost to the Colts. I know they did what they did to the Bengals a couple of weeks ago. But, yeah, I, I trust Lamar and the Ravens to get it done more than do the Titans. I feel like one thing I I feel decent about is this game being close, not just because of what the Titans' defense has been able to do to keep, keep them within games, but also just here we are in London, two teams traveling there, not like the Jags, uh, being there for a couple of weeks, um, getting to settle in a little bit and kind of their unofficial home. Um, I, yeah, I, I trust the Ravens more. They're the reason I'm picking them. I, I still think, that, man, they got to be kicking themselves with the way that they've lost two, the two games this year to yeah. the Colts and Steelers, especially the Steelers game, some of the drops they had. I mean, just uncharacteristic moments. I uh, got to give credit to the Steelers defense, but there's just a lot of little things that the Ravens didn't do well and didn't execute with that it just feels like they're they're right there still. Um, they're still you know a top end DVOA team, and the and the Titans are you know more in the middle of the pack on the on the lower side. So uh, I just think they're a better team at this point, even if Baltimore hasn't been perfect. I have been really impressed with Baltimore's defense. I, I, again, I know they're playing the Steelers last week, so it's not an offense that's doing a whole lot, but they they made a ton of plays of short fields in different situations that outside of the ending really have been solid with some of the injuries they've had so i just have a hard time seeing uh indianapolis or uh tennessee doing way too much moving the football um and on the flip side i think uh even though the titans have slowed down the running game this, this isn't a baltimore offense it's not capable of throwing a bit more maybe look at some things going and ultimately you just think they're the better team so go with them for the win commanders the falcons falcons two and a half point favorites uh, in this game this was like the spider-man meme to me not exactly <laughs> The same team in, in every category, but like I do feel like these are two teams that it's just like 
you've seen the good, you've seen the bad, you still really don't know, I think, to this point, to what to make of them completely. Um, so that's why I, I kind of lump these two together from that standpoint. But in this case, uh, you know my motto here, take the home team. Falcons are favored by two and a half. I'll take them in this one, but man, I just, I don't know. I think Desmond Ritter is still a lot to prove there. Um, you know, but Washington just come off a 20 point loss to the bears. I mean, how can you really pick a team? I think after that, and meanwhile, the Falcons found a way to, to beat the Texans at home. So give me the Falcons in this one. They're just wildly inconsistent with the commanders because, like, obviously they win a couple games against pretty bad teams or teams that aren't not much expected of, at least with Arizona, and and pulled it out against Denver. But then they get blown out by the commanders, almost beat the Eagles, then get blown out by the Bears. So it's kind of a weird team to to have any – like, I have no faith in what's going to happen. I wouldn't be shocked by at all if the commanders win this game. Um, But I I think, yeah, the Falcons' defense, as I've talked about a few times here, at least – solid enough um defending the run and i just don't know if washington's offense has enough in the tank because that's where they've kind of been able to when they have succeeded their 11th and rush offense dvoa i think it's just not the best matchup there i'll go with the falcons i don't uh, this is a this is a coin flip game for me i'd have no trust really in either team yet no this is uh if you're betting this game this is one of the lowest choices of the week i would say because i don't i don't trust either team in the spot all right speaking of trust here maybe the same here Vikings are two and a half two and a half point favorites on the road against the Bears, who you know look like uh, mid eighties Bears uh, with more offense at times against the um, you know against the the Commanders. So I, look, I the Vikings are without Justin Jefferson, which you know is a huge blow offensively. But I would like to see more from the Bears uh, other than just that one performance on the road against Washington before I'm going to pick them in a game like this and um, still. Certainly think the Vikings are a better team overall. But, man, this is a scary one. This is another one I would stay away from because Justin Fields looked really good last week. That connection, Fields to DJ Moore, they could do the same thing against the Vikings. Um, Not like the Vikings can't be scored on. So it's a little scary, but I think Kirk Cousins makes enough plays here for the Vikings to sneak out a win. I'd be shocked if they blow the Bears out, though. Yeah, I think the – like I guess with the commanders, it's just it's hard to put way too much stock into what the Bears offense did. Also against Denver, I mean, we're talking about two teams that really have been, you know, off and on and pretty bad in some cases. So all, the Vikings, obviously, they're one and four, the same record, but they're they're right. It's just like the it's like the opposite of last year. They're literally basically. I think they're ahead of where they were DVOA wise through five weeks last week. They're sixteenth or seventeenth. Uh, sorry, that um, they're barely still losing games. They, you know, one overturned PI away from probably tying it up against the Chiefs. Some different things that happened in that game. Uh, you just wonder about the psyche for them. Like they they play the Niners the week after or their next game after this, uh, and it's on the road. And you're just like, man, are we have we dug ourselves too big of a hole? There's all the you know the trade room, uh, you know, rumblings at least. Not so much rumors about Kirk have really picked up since this last loss and I, and in particular Justin Jefferson's injury and what that can mean uh, for this overall team. So yeah, I do wonder how they respond from all that. That's why I didn't pick this a lock. If you told me before the season, that we're going to have a two and a half point spread for the Vikings against the bears, <laughs> even with me, even though I thought the Vikings would regress, I would have been like, all right, lock that one up. Now I, I just don't have faith because at least, yeah, at least the, the run game uh, and fields has looked better the last couple of weeks. And I still think that even though the Vikings defense is probably, fine and better than those teams they played it's it's still not great but i'll still go with the vikings i still think they're the better team and we'll find a way to get a win here 
Colts at the Jags. The Jags are four-point favorites in Jacksonville. Uh, another edition of the Gardner-Minshew revenge game. I don't know how many of those we've had now. Um, I can't remember if this is the – I really don't remember. But, um, yeah, so this is an interesting one. Of course, Anthony Richardson, like we said, he's headed to injured reserve. He's out at least four weeks. So it's Gardner-Minshew's team for a while here. Um, and I I think this is one, you know, line-wise, this thing's moved down a bit, even with – Anthony Richardson sideline, and some people may say that Gardner Minshew gives him a better chance to win in the spot. Um, I almost thought about picking the Colts here, but I didn't do it because I think the Jags certainly got the momentum and the confidence I think they were looking for coming out of London, especially with that win against the Bills. And um, even though I could see a slow start here from the Jags, because it just seems like, I mean, how many times have we seen the Jags play a home game against an AFC South opponent? And <laughs> well, you get what happened in the, the Texans yeah. game or whatever, right? So. That worries me a little bit in this one. Uh, almost picked the Colts for the upset here, but I'll take the Jags in a close one. Yeah, the, I think the only place they've lost this year is in Jacksonville. They've won in London twice and in Indianapolis. Yeah. So, yeah, they definitely haven't played fantastic at home. But I, I still think here, I, you know, as much as Gardner's looked great uh, in some spots, in my opinion, I still think it's hard to say that they uh, have a better chance with him compared to what okay. Richardson has, can do when he's healthy. I, staying healthy is going to be tough, and we'll see how they you know manage over the next few weeks without him. Uh, if he, I was really looking forward to this uh, rematch after that first game that was kind of like a sneaky, like, all right, these could be both playoff teams potentially. Um, now, uh, now it's it's still a really fun, like one I'm still excited for, but lost some of the luster there. But yeah, I think the Jags figured some things out. Their defense, tenth in DVOA, another team similar to Kansas City, where I was like, if you told me they're going to be in this range. I'm like, man, sky's the limit. And maybe they did start to figure things out on offense. It's still, you know, late in that game was like, how do they only have how many points? They did score a number a few times down the stretch there to, to get it out to like 25. But yeah, um, I, you know, no bye week also coming back from London is interesting, but not as far of a trip, obviously, as if they were a West Coast team. Um, I, I just, I'm going to go with the Jags, but man, yeah, like you said, this is a weird. They haven't played great at home. Gardner, some revenge magic here. The running game obviously looked fantastic last week for Indianapolis uh, with Zach Moss led mostly. Not a, not so much um, Jonathan Taylor yet. But, yeah, I'll go with Jacksonville. I just think they're they're better now. They've had a few games to kind of get some uh, fine-tune some things that early on they were struggling with on offense. And I, I do think that defense is, uh, I don't even if it goes down, uh, wavers a little bit from top ten. Uh, I still think they have a solid enough unit there and, and can get the job done in this one. The Josh McDaniels revenge game. The Patriots at the uh, Raiders in this one. Raiders are favored by a field goal in Vegas. Uh, Patriots have given me no reason uh, to bet that they can win a game like this and or score points consistently. I'm not saying the Raiders are the greatest team in the world, but uh, I did think they would beat the Packers and was a little surprised initially the Packers were favored in that game uh, just because I, I look, the Raiders aren't great, but I don't think they're terrible. Um, and getting Jimmy G back you know, helps a little bit. And so... Yeah, I, I'm picking the Raiders here. I, it's you know, if you just go by the coaching matchup, I know who I'm going to go with. But it's not working this year for the Patriots. They just don't have anything offensively and putting a lot of pressure on the defense. So I'll take the Raiders. Yeah, I'm going with the Raiders as well, just by default. I, I'm kind of in a place with the Patriots where I'm just going to pick against them until I see some signs of life. It, it's been just brutal. It doesn't seem like the the feel in that locker room is exactly positive. I do yeah. think they, they still have, even with the points they've been giving up, I mean, the offense has put them in a, in a bad place. 
is still ranking uh, decently DVOA wise. They are, they do have the worst DVOA number for special teams, which is not something we've been used to in the, in the Belichick era. Obviously, we're not used to a lot of things that have happened to the Patriots this year and even the last few years in the Belichick era. So, um, the the Raiders still do. I still have some questions about how good this team is. Um, I know that you you're probably a little higher than uh, than me. I, I did pick the Packers to beat them last week and obviously did not get the job done. Um, I, I still think the Raiders have show some fight, though. The defense, obviously, they have Max Crosby and just enough things here where I'm like, it, it's more so just uh, if this was the start of the season, yeah, or even maybe potentially later in the year, maybe my, my tone changes uh, with how the Patriots respond. But right now, with the way things have looked and this game being in Vegas, not that that makes a huge difference uh, with how the Patriots have played at home, um, I, I'm going to go with Vegas to get the win. All right, on to the Cardinals at the Rams. The Rams favored by a touchdown here, seven-point favorite home against the Cardinals. Um, yeah, I, you know, obviously James Conner's injured now for the Cardinals, but, man, the Cardinals just continue to, like, they're just right there all the time, it feels like. And so I don't know if this is one that, you know, you're going to completely bank on with full um, confidence in the Rams here, but I, I think the Rams are the better pick, and, you know, coming off a loss to the Eagles, they'll have something to prove. Getting Cooper cut back, of course, helps, I think, moving forward. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just think the Rams are the better pick here. Yeah, this is the one. I know you mentioned some of the lower um, over-unders. Yeah. I think this is one where we could see some points. Two top 10 DVOI defenses, two bottom five or bottom six, uh, I think. Yeah, the, my quick math, bottom six defenses with uh, how the Rams and Cardinals have uh, ranked. Uh, yeah, it should be. Some fireworks, hopefully. Uh, yeah, some injuries, obviously, for Arizona. The Rams have, after some of those offensive line injuries, been able to, you know, they got Alaric Jackson back, looked better there. Dotson, who's filled in at right guard ever since Nopum uh, yeah, had the kick out previously, uh, has looked solid enough. So I, I think from that end for the Rams, they, they had some missed opportunities, but they are a team that still feels like, all right, they've, They've hung in games with the Niners and Eagles, the two teams undefeated, uh, the two NFC favorites, obviously. Um, I, I feel like they're just some little things here and there that need, they need to pick up. Still running the ball better would help, but I still uh, feel good enough about what the offense has looked like. The defense been, has bent quite a bit, but hasn't really broken at all times. So, yeah, I think they're they're the, you know, you look at even if DVOA-wise they're not that far apart as full teams, I still feel better about what the Rams have done, just given the Cardinals' defense is really – really looked uh you know kind of gone back to looking pretty poor overall um not that the rams have been great there but there's just enough things where uh with stafford and obviously having cut back and what that could mean uh playing not against a team like the eagles um where yeah they were still able to get some things going but that not having that defensive line that's going to just give you so many problems uh, at least at the same level i think the rams score enough points to win a shootout the eagles also seven point favorites on the road to play the jets the Zach Wilson show continues. Um, hey, they're coming off a win in Denver, and uh, we know that Jets defense can make some plays. I'm looking forward to this one. I think this could be very interesting, again, just given the Jets defensive matchup against this Eagles offense, but not ready to um, go with the Jets to win this game, even though they did build some momentum last week. I still think the Eagles, we've seen, they just look really good at times, which you would expect from a team that uh, has Super Bowl aspirations. They want to get back there, and um, no reason for me to pick against the Eagles here. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you can be encouraged by what the Jets have done and still, you know, be realistic. Um, not that the Eagles have looked perfect, though. It's a, a team that, yep. yeah, 5-0 and has not been the same uh, – 
the same great uh, team I think it was we saw last year. You knew this was going to happen, but the fact they're still winning while having some sort of regression, especially maybe more so on defense. Um, it, I, you know, again, it, it's a credit to, like I said, to the, what the Rams have been able to do. It's not a team that has been – it's just they're going to be able to walk over there. So the, they ultimately – I thought they executed quite well. Obviously had a great third down conversion against them. Jalen Hurts is just – not just the you know the touch push, but all the plays he's able to make, and I, it just feels like he's even when some guys aren't stepping up, uh, AJ Brown is just an unstoppable force, um, no matter what uh, the other teams do. So it's uh, as much as I like to feel good about what the Jets did, felt good about them, you know, getting the win last week. They did it; uh, they were able to do that. Obviously, these are top two special teams teams in DVOA, which is uh, not something that usually sticks out when I look over uh, the games. But um, it's just there's not enough coming from that Jets offense for me to think they're going to really threaten here. So as long as the Eagles protect the ball, uh, I think they'll win, even if maybe it does end up being a closer game. And I think the Eagles have never lost to the Jets. Did I see that? I, did, I don't know if you know. Like, I think that's, that. yeah. 12-0 in their history. It's kind of nuts. So for the Jets fans, hopefully they can end that. But maybe it might have to wait until the next matchup. That'll be difficult. Uh, this is an interesting matchup. The Lions are at the Bucks. The Lions are three-point favorites on the road here in this one. Um, I guess Lions, really, it's a matter of do they get you know two offensive guys back in St. Brown and Jameer Gibbs. Again, I'm bringing that up because I'm trying to will it into existence because uh, I need options for uh, someone to play this week uh, fantasy-wise. But, yeah, I told you I thought about picking the Bucks here, but I think I've picked the Bucks to pull some upsets at times and that necessarily happened to this point um yeah I, I just i'm in on the lions man i don't have to say it I, I think they they are really good they are you know moving right along right now and um this is the kind of game i think you have to not necessarily it's not a must win for the lions but i think if you want to just officially kind of hey this is a game you should win you're a better team than the bucks yep. but this is kind of this is one of those tricky games though where you go on the road play a team that's not been as bad as i thought they would be um you know this is one where you kind of want to prove that you are kind of one of those elite teams in the NFL, and to me, this is one of those games you you win to do that, and I think they can win this one. I, I think they can, but I'm with you. It's 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 going to be a tougher one. The, the defense for Tampa, in particular, six in DVOA, they've looked fantastic. Obviously, the when we saw what they did to the Saints, not that the Saints' offense has been great, but still a team that yeah, against the pass especially has been just special. The problem is. Uh, we're talking about one of the most balanced offenses in the league. Uh, obviously, you have teams like the Dolphins and Niners probably still at the top, but uh, I'd say the Lions are still top five in both running and passing. I, I think that they've kind of found a rhythm uh, overall there, and it's the defense, again, as, we, as we've talked about, they, that emergence of that group for the Lions is what separates them to not just being on that tier of, oh, we're going to win this you know, a pretty awful division, uh, it looks like, around them um, in the NFC North, which is a huge milestone because it's been so long. It's going to be awesome to see a home playoff game for this team. I know it's early, really early to say that's for sure going to happen, <laughs> but it feels like it's trending that way. Um, but I, this is a kind of, like you're saying, the kind of game where you show where you're not just that team, but we're actually a team that when we play the Niners and Eagles and Cowboys and different teams in the NFC, that they're going to have to go through us just as much as we're going to have to go through them. Um, if you if you lose, uh, it's still early in the season, but I think it is a good measuring stick game to be like, all right, we're going on the road. It's probably going to be hot like it always is in Tampa. Uh, it's not going to be nice conditions of Ford Field. Um, and just get the job done uh, against a team. But, yeah, Tampa, st- I 
feel okay. You know, I'm going to be honest. It, I know they're three and one, and it's it's you know they've beaten some teams that aren't that great. But if I had to redo my AFC South pick, I might go with them. Not just because of the record right now. Yeah. It's not like the Falcons and Saints are. I think they're both three and two. But it's just more of I think that defense is legit. And I don't know if there's any unit on any other team in this division that's uh, elite. <laughs> so a big challenge for the Tampa defense. It'll be fun to really watch that matchup. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But I think on the other side, this is a game where maybe some of the good things Tampa's done moving the ball, they're going to maybe have a tougher time with Detroit's defense. All right. One game you may not be looking forward to. That's the last one on our list here. The Giants at the Bills. Uh, the Bills are 14-point favorites in this game. The Giants are just bad. I don't know how else to say it. Um, Bills, meanwhile, I think they may be a little angry coming off that loss in London against the Jags. I think this probably looks more like the Bills against the Dolphins or the Raiders than it did uh, the Bills against the Jags to me. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be uh, a bloodbath, I think. I mean, the Bills have have... <laughs> You know they're going to be mad after what happened in London, not just from the loss, but the injuries, and I know some complaints about the, the playing surface there. Uh, I think they're going to come out with a lot of energy against a Giants team that just is bad, and it's uh, these spreads. I think they're going to get used to it. Just I would have, cons- you know, if I had to bet on the spread here, I'm, I'm taking the Bills. There's no way I'm going to try to yeah. slide with the Giants finding the way to to get it done. I mean, they've just looked abysmal uh, on both sides of the ball. No reason not to go with Buffalo and a clear blowout for a team that, yeah, this is the classic Bills uh, having a couple of losses but still being number two in overall DVOA. I mean, this, this team is great. Uh, I want to be overly concerned with some of the, lo- the couple of losses they've had. Uh, you know, injuries may be a concerning factor, but against the Giants, not so much. There you go. There are picks for week six in the NFL. And uh, Dylan, of course, got all covered over clutch points. Get everybody ready for the action this week so let everybody know where they can find all that. And go to the Clutch Points app to the, our NFL section to follow all the games live as they're going down. Um, all of our yeah fantasy content, lots of good stuff on Stardom Sidems. We probably already made all your waiver claim picks by the time you listen to this. So uh, we always have those coming out on Tuesdays. Uh, good stuff in the fantasy section of our website. Also, just NFL section, injuries, everything. Uh, a lot of uh, one of our bigger pieces today, some of the rumblings about Robert Kraft not being happy with Bill Belichick. Anything <laughs> at all that comes through. Uh, through the the rumor mill and the, the breaking news, we have covered a clutch points in the NFL section. Yep, check it all out there. Uh, what could go wrong with Robert Kraft being unhappy uh, with uh, Bill Belichick? We'll see how that plays out there on that. But yeah, check it all out. Clutch points. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Any podcast app you use, search for Establish the Pass. And thanks as always for listening to the podcast. And we'll talk to you next time here on the Establish the Pass podcast. Yes. Yes. Yes.